Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In this newest episode, I will explain how Russia invading Ukraine this past week could affect the functional CPG industry. But before we get started, I would love if you took 54 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. With Russia invading Ukraine this week, what effects could it have on the functional CPG industry? We are still learning the extent of Russian President Vladimir Putin's bombardment as this conflict unfolds, but his attempt to redraw the map of Europe could lead to the most devastating conflict on the continent since World War II. It will almost certainly cost thousands of civilian lives and create hundreds of thousands of refugees fleeing the violence in Ukraine. I say all this because it absolutely is creating a massive humanitarian crisis that I want to underscore. It will continue to be front of mind, but I also must detach from that reality to make this content. I realize you don't consume my content for my geopolitical opinions. I'm also not a war game strategist, so I won't pretend to act like I have a total understanding of how this horrible situation will end up playing out. I will stay kind of squarely in my lane of expertise and focus on providing content around how Russia invading Ukraine could cause major disruptions to the global supply chain of the functional CPG industry. I think the easiest way to kind of understand this topic would be for me to provide a zoomed out CPG industry view first before zooming back into the functional food, functional beverage, and nutritional supplement CPG categories. Food inflation is already plaguing global consumers, but now the price gains will likely get even sharper after the attacks on Ukraine by Russia. Many might not be aware that Ukraine is actually nicknamed the breadbasket of Europe. Ukraine accounts for 12% of the global wheat exports, 16% of corn, and 18% of barley. When you combine that with Russia, those numbers jump to 29% of the global wheat and 19% of the global corn exports. The Ukraine and Russia conflict is further exacerbating a run-up in prices of food commodities such as wheat, soybeans, oats, and corn, which have been affected by extreme weather, labor shortages, and a host of other supply chain issues over the past year or so. Everything from wheat to corn to soybeans is surging this week in the U.S. commodity markets, with wheat in Chicago surging to the highest level in more than 13 years. A war that would stop Ukrainian grain exports would likely drive wheat prices higher by another 30% and corn by another 20%. For food manufacturers that rely on wheat and flour as key ingredients, the Ukraine and Russia conflict is yet another element for them to weigh as they attempt to control price increases. Most large food manufacturers are hedged for price spikes for a few months ahead, but not necessarily for an elongated period. It's not just the threats to grain shipments that could drive up inflation as Russia is a major low-cost exporter of nearly every kind of fertilizer. 
it's hard to overstate just how important fertilizers are to the food supply chain as practically every plate of food has gotten there with the help of fertilizers. If global trade of fertilizers gets disrupted, it will mean higher costs to farmers and in turn more food inflation to consumers. As you can see, there's contagion and trickle-down risks all over the place that will impact the functional CPG categories. But what about like direct hits? Are there kind of any of those? I want to start by talking just briefly around finished goods. Total exports of finished goods in the functional CPG categories are kind of quite minimal. They're under $100 million total, at least estimated but the largest legacy supplement brands like Optimum Nutrition and multi-level marketing giant Herbalife Nutrition would have small exposure to the region. Not only will it be difficult to get exported products into the countries of Ukraine and Russia, but in the case of Russia, we're also dealing with recent spikes in currency inflation from the Western banking system restrictions. Secondly, I want to talk about like ingredient supply chain and if any ingredients are kind of coming from Ukraine or Russia that would be utilized in functional CPG products. Russia and Ukraine are the biggest and second biggest global sunflower seed oil exporters in the world. This would most notably affect the functional CPG categories in the form of sunflower lecithin, Sunflower lecithin is a natural emulsifier that provides food and beverage formulators an alternative to the traditional soy-derived form. You also have the popular adaptogen rhodiola, which is most commonly used in functional CPG products to combat anxiety, fatigue, and or stress. And then finally, another adaptogen that supports anxiety relief and recovery from stress burnout comes from Russia, aptly named Siberian ginseng. Now, these two adaptogens do come from the far eastern part of Russia, so normal trade with the Chinese nutraceutical businesses will likely not be interrupted. There's also like a few months before the harvest of the season of these two adaptogens happen, so we don't really know what's going to happen by that point. I mean, the situation could be stabilized, so I wouldn't be all that concerned. But I do just want to end on some quick final thoughts. The situation between Russia and Ukraine is still very much ongoing as of the recording of this content. My current understanding of the situation leads me to believe that the functional CPG supply chain interruptions would be quite minimal. But that being said, everything could kind of change at any moment with some breaking news. So I'll kind of keep this short and sweet for now and expand on this content if any material events change that outlook. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 